This is uh, from Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. These things we do in church, sometimes people think, well, why are we doing this? This is really very spiritual. I finally realized that it's possible for me to hear the word of God and not really hear. It takes God himself to give you the ability to hear and then hear him. Because they are hearing all over the world, but not everyone is hearing. And so Jesus says, let him who has ears to hear, let him hear. And God's given us that today. Amen. So you can hear. Amen. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. Let's give him a clap offering for that. He is wonderful. He gives us ears to hear. Amen. The church of Jesus Christ, and I thank God that he will put his word through my mouth because to me it's very important. The church of Jesus Christ is not a spineless body, weak, to be controlled, everyone in the church. But we are a powerful agent for change. We are a very powerful agent for change. You know, when you read in the scriptures, the word of God says, Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for an inheritance. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for an inheritance. Children of God, ask if God will give you nations. What can he withhold from you? God say. Open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. Open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. We as believers were created by God as agents of change. And until you realize it, the devil will harass you and molest you and cause you to suffer. But when you realize that God has made you a being that can bring about not just change in your life, but change in others around you, then you stand up straight. Jesus said, the children of this world are in their generations wiser than the children of light. We don't realize what God has given to us, but the day we fully understand Then we will stand up for God. You know, Paul says, I fear. I have a serious fear. But I fear. Let somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve, by his craftiness, your minds might be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. The simplicity that is in Christ is simple. We make it too complicated. And so no one is able to accept it. It is simple. There is a simplicity in Christ. And when you don't receive it as children, 
Did you miss it? Come as children and receive it. When you don't receive it in that simplicity, your mind as a Christian has been corrupted. It's corrupted. You know, the devil has been defeated. Jesus whipped him on the cross. Oh, they were so nervous after they killed him. Then they realized, he said, if the princes of this world had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of life. But after they crucified him, they realized they made a mistake. They tried to get Pilate to help them. Please give us soldiers. It's too late. You made a mistake. He's coming back again. He's going to rise again. There is nothing you can do. Jesus is coming back. They said, the deceiver. Not the deceiver. The deceiver said to the people, he will rise again. And perhaps his disciples will steal his body. And so you need to help us. They were nervous. You know, Satan was nervous in them. Jesus rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. Can you say hallelujah? He rose from the dead. He is alive today. He rose from the dead. And when your mind is corrupted, you don't understand the fullness of that power that Jesus demonstrated. God demonstrated when he raised Jesus from the dead. It's available to us today. Let me let you know this. You are a a miracle child of God. You are a miracle child of God. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are a miracle child. Your birth, your new birth was prophesied of by the prophets. Foretold. Read Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 25, 26, 27. The the prophet spoke about you. What was going to happen, it was clear. You were created to enforce Satan's defeat. That's why God raised his army. Remember the word of God says, he is the Lord of hosts. Not just the angels, you. We are to enforce Satan's defeat on the earth. But look, we are miracle children of God, foretold of by the prophet. Even Jesus prophesied of your birth, your new birth. He prayed to his father about you, that you will come into this kingdom of power to enforce Satan's defeat. And so, Satan is going about. He's a liar. A lawbreaker. He's a thief. You remember? A murderer. And, 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 but when you capture a thief, a thief, right? Can he still steal? His power is gone. Even if he used to use a weapon, once he's caught, he's over. Satan is that thief. We are to enforce his defeat. And we have that authority to enforce his defeat. Every child of God is a potential miracle worker. Every child of God is a potential miracle worker. You know, when I was growing up as a child, I had my first mistake. 
And, and, and back in my country, we studied the Bible in high school. And I was reading the Bible and, and, and reading in, in, in the Gospels. How powerful. Jesus, I didn't know he was, I knew they said he was son of God, but I didn't know he was God himself. And I saw the signs and the miracles that he did. And I said to myself, I wish I lived when he lived on the earth. I saw those great signs that he did. Because I looked at the church, I didn't see anything like what I was reading. I went to the church every Sunday. It was a few hymns. Yes, we sang a few hymns to God. Everything was powerless. The only place I saw power was with the voodoo doctor. But in the church, there was nothing like that. And so I used to think to myself, well, uh, these things don't happen. This must be some kind of story from Israel. Yeah, it's Israel's, the story about the Israelites. It's a myth. There's nothing to it. That was my first mistake. And then, all of a sudden, I saw a man from my own tribe. I'm glad he was not a different person because I've said, that's another kind of witchcraft. And he was preaching the gospel and speaking against voodoo doctors. I said this here before. And I thought to myself, this guy speaking against voodoo doctors, doesn't he understand what's going to happen to him? Those guys have power and the church has no power. Don't kill you. But every day he came back with big smile and he talked about the power of Jesus. More power than the power of devils and witch doctors and voodoo doctors. And I thought to myself, if this is real, I like it. I really like this. I like this. I want to be a part of this. And so I became a Christian. And thought to myself, that's wonderful. I wish we have more of this fellow. Amen. I wish we have more of this fellow in the church. (laughs) We will really show the voodoo doctors what we can do. Because they couldn't kill him. That was confirmed. That's what convinced me. I got to find out what this guy knows. There's got to be a God. But if you read the scripture, see, Jesus said in John chapter 12, verse 24, he said, most assuredly, he can assure you better than that, most assuredly, I say to you, most assuredly, he's speaking to us. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, He remains alone. But if he falls into the ground and dies, if he dies, it then will produce much grain. Every grain a replica of the original grain. Every grain has the same potential as the original grain. Jesus is that grain that should fall to the ground and die. And from that one death, he raises, he duplicates himself in you. I 
Every one of you. You know why Satan doesn't respect us? You know why we're running into all kinds of difficulties? The reason for that is because we have not come to know whom God has made us to be. We've not discovered that. And I want this church to discover that. I want us, every one of us, every child, if you are here this morning and you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to share with you from the Word of God that you can be a miracle worker. Even if you get saved today, you can be a miracle worker because He died to reproduce His character in you. He died to reproduce Himself in you. He died to reproduce His righteousness in you. He died to reproduce His power in you. The DNA of the original brain is in the DNA of the new brain. And they are one and the same. I and my Father and them, that we may all be one. That's the truth. Don't allow Satan to corrupt your mind like he did. Did God say that you are truly a grain like Jesus? <laughs> what did he say? You know you are that weak. You have all these problems. Let God be true and every man a liar. Let God be true and every man a liar. That's why we don't have faith. Because you want to reason it out. <laughs> we don't reason God out. You need two million years to reason God out. Oh yes. You can't reason God. Just accept it and enjoy it. He wants to reproduce himself in you. You know what Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18 says? He tells us there, here am I. And the children which the Lord, whom the Lord has given to me, what are they for? They are for signs and wonders. In Israel, from the Lord of hosts, who dwells where? In Mount Zion. You know what Mount Zion means? The church. The church, you mean the, the Jesus is really in the church? And we are for signs and wonders. Where are the signs and wonders? You know, I believe somebody is going to be healed here this morning. Amen. I don't care how long it's been. If you believe Jesus, please don't say in those days when God was young and was energized and... And very powerful. He used to do this great work. But now he is the ancient of days. And, and, and he was, works like this. He can't, he's not as powerful. No. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God just needs somebody to believe him enough to step out of the boat and walk on water. And anyone can do that. Anyone can do that. If you will believe, Jesus says, if you will believe, all things are possible to pastors who believe. And you know, and I'm glad you told me, let me correct you, pastor, you're wrong. He said, anyone, does anyone include you? 
Obviously. Say yes. I believe the Bible. From Genesis to Revelation. Yes. I believe everything that the scripture says. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, do you really believe everything that the Bible says? Oh yes, brother. I believe every word that he says. Everything that he says. So, let me read this to you, brother. Jesus says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than this he will do, because I go to my Father. Do you believe the Bible? Oh, yes, brother, I believe. Do you do miracles, signs like Jesus did? No. No. Take that scripture. He who believes in me. Not he who has a special kind of faith. The only qualification for one to be able to do signs. The same works that Jesus did is to believe. Just to believe in him. The simplicity of the gospel. Young people, the simplicity of the gospel. You can try it. It works. Even if you're doing it and it seems like you're not doing a holy thing. I remember I was in a Walmart. Uh, sometime I had, I think Angela's brother was uh, visiting. I was picking up medication for him. And there was a young man there that was very uncomfortable. He couldn't stand. He would stand for a while. You know how they stand in line, right? These days happen to be really long. He stand in line and then he'll sit. And I said, what's the matter with you? He says, my leg hurts. I said, can I pray for you? Yeah, yeah. And so I prayed for his leg. Before he was standing, he was going to show me he's okay now. He stood there and stood for a long time. He wasn't doing that anymore. And every once in a while, he would turn around and say, Thank you, sir. I said, No, it's not me. <laughs> the Lord Jesus did that for you. Oh, well, that's in the story. I just heard the story. You can go out and do the same. And God, especially when you're doing it for the very first time, you know the scripture says, he watches over his word to perform it. Guess what? God's watching you. Especially when you carry his word, he's watching you. Especially when you're believing for these things, signs and wonders. He's not gone. He's still here today. He's not not Jesus who was. He's Jesus who is. He is still here. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We haven't stepped out of the boat. That's what it is. We're still doing this to see if the water will hold our weight, right? That's what we keep doing. But you need to wake up, every one of us, at the Earth Fellowship. Wake up and try this. God's willing. Are you willing? He said it because he's willing to do it. 
You can do it. He just wants you to cooperate with him. He wants to do it. He wants the world challenged. He wants the world to know that you are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. How do you do that? Sitting in church and singing hymns? We've got to do something. Young people, you've got to try this out. And you know, when you go out and you're tempted, God's watching you. He knows if you are disappointed once, you won't do it again. Especially the first time. He watches. And as soon as you do it, He confirms it to strengthen your faith. Because He's looking for more people to do that. I'm looking for a man to bridge the gap. I need one man to bridge the gap. But they won't trust to walk through you unless they know you got power with them. But you got to do that. Just if you believe, my second mistake was I thought that this was just for special people. I didn't realize that it was for every Christian. That every Christian, if you are born again, he's so exciting. When you see God working in your life, he's exciting. You don't want to go do something wrong because you enjoy this power that's working through you. That purifies your life. You don't want to do anything else. You just love him and you want to get closer to him. Because he's working, flowing through you. You know, I am the vine and what? You are the branches. The vine, you can't walk up to a tree and say, well, that's the real tree, but that's that's just the branch. What do you mean? That's the tree, right? It's just the tree. Branches, everything included. Jesus said, I am the vine. So what's running through Jesus is running through you. Every power that's flowing through Jesus The vine is flowing through you. You just got to release it. You just have to release it. You just have to release it. Everything says, let me go to church. It's like chicken in a a chicken, uh, uh, chicken coop, right? All they want to do, let me go to church. Just let me stretch my leg a little bit in the chicken coop. Going around, round and round and round. Get out of this coop. There's a world out there. Amen. There's a world out there. Don't just stretch your legs a little bit in the coop. Get out of the coop. You are meant to fly. Like eagles. God says it. They that wait. We like to sing that song, right? They that wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They mount up like eagles. But every time you see them, they look like frozen chosen. (laughs) We can do these works. Amen. We can do these works. Even if you were saved today. I like new Christians. Because nobody's programmed their minds. The old ones are very timid. They analyze everything. The mind's been compromised. What just moved? Something just moved. They analyze every little thing. <laughs> the new ones don't care. Pastor, can we do that? Yes. Okay. I'll go try it. 
They are believers. Amen. These signs follow those who believe. There are five signs that the scripture says will follow the believer. I finally realized it was not just for a few of them. It's for all of us. I am part of it. They are sons of God and I am one of them. We all can do it. I don't have to say, well, uh, God give us more of this individual. What about me? Where is he going to just bring them up from the sky? Just, just download them into the earth? That's you. He wants to use every one of us. And the Bible tells us in Mark 16, and these signs will follow those who believe. Verse 17. These signs will follow those who believe. These signs will follow those who believe. So all you have to do is be a believer. And once you are a believer, the signs naturally follow you according to what Jesus said. That's what he said. And he cannot lie. Well, you'll be upset as a Christian if somebody tells you Jesus lied to us when he said that. What did you say? Please don't repeat that. But he said, these signs follow you. How many believers do we have? You are a believer. Have you ever looked for the sign? Do you ever think about it? Your new birth was prophesied from of old. The Bible tells us even the prophets of old, they thought to themselves, they just wanted to hear, Jesus told us, they wanted to hear what you hear. They couldn't. They wanted to see our times. The last days. They were eager. They prophesied about it, but didn't understand it. They wished they lived in our time. That's Isaiah. That's Jeremiah. That's Daniel. They wished they lived today. We need to pick up ourselves. God, show me where I'm missing it. Show me. I want to do something for my God before it's over. As a Christian, I want to do something. This same God that created the universe lives inside of me. And yet, when a a, a rodent crosses my path, I'm scared. No. These signs follow those who believe. And these are awesome signs. God created us and made us part of his army. Against the devil. The one that was with God from the beginning to enforce his authority. And the Bible tells us in Psalm, I believe Psalm 149, last verse, he said, This privilege have all of his saints. All of them. All of us. These signs follow those who believe. If you are a believer, that's all the qualification there is. 
You just believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. And you've accepted that. Once you believe, then the signs should follow. I remember I joke here about the fact that before I got married, I figured that I was uh, kind of uh, short of some kind of favor. And because the Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, right? And obtains favor from the Lord. And I knew I hadn't found one, so I was missing out in some kind of favor. And there was no way to get it. So I found Angela and said, would you be my wife? And after Angela agreed, then I went back to God. I got that accomplished now. Where is my favor? I need my favor. Uh, He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. I've done my part, God. I need my favor right now. Based on scriptures. He who believes. These signs follow. So I want to go to God. What's wrong with my believing? Where are my I mean signs? Not favor this time. I need the signs. I need those signs. I got favor. You did well on that. But what about this signs thing? I need some signs in my life. <coughs> Maybe I'm not really... What kind of believer are you talking about when I don't see the signs? I want to be that kind of believer so I can have my signs. Those signs. He says, in my name. Say with me, in my name. We got the name of Jesus. In my name, you drive out devils. You drive out devils. You cast out devils, demons. He says they will speak with new tongues. In his name, you speak with new tongues. In his name, you speak with new tongues. You cast out. The question is, God, (laughs) this scripture here, is this really for everybody? They're talking to every believer. That's your decision to make. But for me, I'm going to go ask God, where are these signs? I need them. They will cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. Don't ever do that unless God lets you do it. We're coming to that. It's very important. And if they drink anything deadly... It will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. They will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. What kind of believers? Those who believe in Him. I am one of those. Let me say this to you. The devil and the demons they are the enforcers of the curse. Everyone has sinned. And when you sin, according to the scriptures, a curse is upon your life. There's even one I found that in the Old Testament that shook me. Because God says, I will put a curse on you because you are not serving me with gladness of heart. I said, oh, really? 
okay, God, I'm glad now. I'm glad. I don't want a curse in my life. They had a reason. Because of their problems. They had a reason to be sad. So they go to church sad. And God says, it's a curse on your life. Did they recognize they had problems? He did. But when you come before him, he wants you to be glad. And when you're glad, I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. When you're glad, then you open the door for God to bless you. You have to be glad. These signs follow those who believe. We, the, the demons, they, were, they are here today to enforce the cause. The cause. You know, Job, let me give you scripture here. Job, Satan, Job couldn't touch, uh, Satan couldn't touch Job. Satan couldn't. He had to get permission from God, right? You know the story. Satan says, I can't touch that fellow. But, but if you let, I'll touch him. Why? Because God said he is upright. When you are upright before God, Satan can't come close. Because there's a fence around you. But the demons, they came after Job and they tortured his life. And Job had no idea what has happened in the unseen world. And Job assumed it was God that was doing it. But it wasn't God that killed his children. It was the devil. And guess what? He is a murderer. He is still doing it today. And God has appointed you and I to stop him in his track. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, God says he'll heal the land. He'll heal the land. Those demons, they are here to enforce the curse and to cause problems. When there is sin, you open the door and the enemy comes in and the oppression begins. But once you discover them, you can cast them out. You can cast out the demons. Let me say this. Demons are are falling spirits, if you will have it. Falling spirits that that are being forced to live on the earth without a body. The earth was created for flesh and blood. You can't live and truly express yourself properly on the earth unless you have flesh and blood. Even the animals, they have to have flesh and blood to live here. When Jesus came, God couldn't live among us very much. When Jesus came, he had to take flesh and blood. And so demons are here on earth without flesh and blood, and they are not able to express themselves fully. But they can go, they have nowhere else to go. This is where they are to live. So now what they do is to look for an individual that is willing for them to come into their lives and when they get into their li- your life, then they express themselves fully in flesh. 
you know, in America, we think all the demons have been driven all the way to Africa. They're no longer here. No, you're kidding yourself. They are still here. They are still here. A lot of them. They're still here. You know, I was in Georgia. I was new here. And I was driving around from Georgia, from Atlanta towards Macon. And, and, and I drove by this place, and I saw a palm reader seated somewhere in, a, in our yard was a Rolls Royce. And I said to myself, they have witch doctors here also. <laughs> she has a Rolls Royce. Good business. Some Americans are going to a witch doctor. Demons are still here. And expressing themselves in individuals. And people don't understand that these forces are here. The first thing Jesus told the believer to cast to do as a sign was to cast out devils. That's number one. That's the real big one. Number one, because of their influence on people's lives. Demons. We have the authority to harass them. Can I hear an amen? When they see you coming, they should say, here comes trouble. What are we going to do about him? He's, he's awake now, and we don't know what he's thinking. And where he's going. Oh, he's going to pray for that man that called him yesterday. We're going to lose this guy now. So what are we going to do? That's what Jesus created his army for. And that's the church. Amen. To harass the devil. To drive him out of town. Amen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. That's who you are. Until you rise up within yourself. And know who God has made you. Not because you were righteous. Because his righteousness is your righteousness. He was the one who died, the seed that died, to produce you as a grain. And you are a perfect grain, just like the original grain. And you have all the power of the original grain to reproduce, to perform, to manifest. And we have to believe. That's why Jesus said, if you can only believe, all things are Possible to him who believes all things. If you think one minute that you can't, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. But if you believe the words of the Lord Jesus and you rise up like Samson and you say to yourself, I will go out again, not in the chicken coop now, but I will go out again. And, and, and shake myself. And when you shake yourself, all the Philistines, I mean demons, they all scatter like roaches when you turn on the light. Amen. That's who God has made us. We just need to meditate on these things. Whatever is good, whatever is of a good report, this is real good report. Amen. Think on these things. 
Because as you think, it won't be too long before you start acting on what you think. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. We need to change the way we think. We need to change the way we think. God has blessed us. This next week, I'm going to continue with this step by step. And we need, I need people to do signs here. Amen. Every one of us. I need you to come in to me on Sunday morning and say, Pastor, guess what happened? I prayed for this person. I cast out that devil. I mean, I remember this guy. He was, this is a funny story. The guy was preaching. Yeah, he was preaching. He had a huge Bible in his hand. He was preaching, maybe a small crowd. And this guy was demonized and, and he, he manifested and started yelling and screaming so that no one could really hear this preacher preaching. And so he could try to preach, but this guy kept talking and yelling and all of that. So finally he grabbed his Bible and went to him and cast out the devil. He walked him. <laughs> Come out of him in Jesus' name. He used the word. <laughs> and he was healed. <laughs> he was healed. Please don't do that. <laughs> But you know, seriously though, you as a believer, you have the power. Until you step out of the boat, you may never walk on water. May God give you an opportunity to express what is in you. That you are a believer and that you love God. Amen? Would you bow your heads with me this morning? I'm going to let you know that Jesus is sitting right by you. Why? Because you're so dear to him. More than you can even imagine. You are so dear to the Father. And if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, he wants you to let him draw closer to you so that things can begin to be transformed in your life. We're talking about miracles today. I want it to begin in me. And God can do that today for every one of us. It's so easy. The first thing is surrender to Him. I surrender unto Jesus. I surrender all. Unto Jesus I surrender all, all. I hold nothing back. If you have not accepted him as your Lord and Savior, he is calling to you today. My son, my daughter, let me into your heart. I have so much to show you. I have so much to reveal to you. I have so much to give to you. I love you, son. I love you, daughter. If that's you today, would you lift your hand quickly? God will see that. 
at the count of three. One, two, three. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. See your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Could we all pray? This is a divine moment. I know the Father is here right now. And the Spirit of God, He is here. He is the Holy Spirit. The one who makes us holy. And every one of us, including those that raise their hand, if you were sincere in your heart and you want everything that we've shared this morning to be a part of your life, then pray with me. And let Jesus be. Say with me, Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing your son, the true grain, to die so that I can be raised up as a grain, just like Jesus. Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life. I surrender all to you, Lord Jesus. Come and live your life in my life. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to pray for anyone who is sick. Would you come and say, God, here? Because God confirms His word with signs following. If you're sick, whatever the problem is, I will invite you up here, ministers here. Please come, and I'm going to pray for you.